Hi, and welcome back to Mishnah Brewer with Yemi. Today is Shear 45, and Amir Tashem will be finishing Simon Yudalad with Sif, Dalad, and Hay. In Sif Gimel, we discussed somebody that lends his talus or tzitzis to you, and we said that we assume, even if he gave it without saying specifically, we assume that he gave it to in order to enable you to fulfill the mitzvah of tzitzis. Now the Shulchan Aruch goes a step further. If somebody sees a talus in shul, his friend's talus sitting on the table in an open area, then he's allowed to use it without permission, provided that he refolds it the way that it was found. And the Ramah says that even tefillin is included in this halacha. The Mishra explains the reason for this heter is that there's a chazaka, there's an assumption that a person wants somebody to use his possessions in order to fulfill a mitzvah. There are a few conditions to this halacha. Number one, in no particular order, is that it cannot be bekevius. It can't be that he's consistently using somebody else's talus without asking. This I would say that people are happy to lend to, for people to do mitzvahs with their possessions is only bakroi, literally happenstance, when it's once in a while. However, steadily would be us there because we assume that the person is makbed if somebody uses things every day and to use it would therefore be gezel. The second condition would be that it must be used in the place that he found it. He cannot remove it from the base of magistrate to bring it home, or if he found it in the person's home, he can't take it to shul. Why? Because that also we assume the person would be mocked, but that it not be moved to where it is found. The Arach adds that if the talus was sitting in somewhere private or up on the top of a shelf or something, then from that we could assume that he put it there. Why? Because he does not want anybody to use it. Therefore, unless you know for sure that he lets you, you wouldn't be able to use it in that situation. Another condition, as we mentioned already, that the way you found it, that's the way you need to return it. If it's folded, fold it back. If it's folded rectangle, keep it as a rectangle. The exception to this would be on Shabbos, when folding may be an issue of metak and mana. Then, says the Mishabura, we would be allowed to fold it without using the original creases. You fold it a little off the creases, and the Megana Ram even holds that one need not fold it at all, and the reason is because the owner would not want you to be and it put yourself in a situation of being over metak and mana just to replace the talus as is. Rather, we say he's happy for you to use it and to do a mitzvah with his things, and he's fine if you leave it not folded in the way that you found it. In any case, the Prima Gadim says that we, we should not rely on this chazaka if you can easily find out from the owner if he minds if you use it or not. Only when we don't know where the owner is, we can't find the owner, then we can rely on this chazaka, provided that it fulfills all the conditions that we mentioned already. Mechaber says, when you borrow your friend's talus, you can make a bracha on it. The Mishra, however, brings an opinion that one should not make a bracha on it, being that if the owner doesn't know, he cannot possibly have a mind for it to be a matanam sachser. Lamaisa, it seems like it was a mechaber, and if you borrow your friend's talus up permission, you would make a bracha on it. Now, this halacha that we say that somebody is happy for you to use his chayfet to do a mitzvah doesn't necessarily apply to every chayfet shal mitzvah. Says the Ramah that this hetar does not apply to your friend's farm, even on a not constant basis, even by cry. Why being that the usage of svarim may end up causing the sefer to get ruined or the pages to get ripped from the usage alone. And because of this, the Mishabur is tamu on people who just find svarim on the shul or machzarim or sederim, and they just use it without asking. And Kulshikin, if somebody sees inside the sefer that it says, please do not use it, of course, one should not be making a bimayur hetter for himself to be able to use the sefer. Now we're going to go to the final sif in the sim in sif hay. In sif hay, we deal with a talus that's owned by shutim by two separate people have a chilek in this talus. The pasuk says, "Make tzitzis al kanfe big dayhem on the corners of their clothing." We learn from here that even if a beggar has multiple owners, it's owned by partners, then it would still be chayiv in tzitzis.
The din that the Shulchan Aruch is referring to is going on a case of a standard shutvis of two men who are both chayv and tzitzis and who both allow each other each other to use the talus. Then we say if this beggar didn't have any tzitzis, then before putting it on, she put on tzitzis and make a bracha. If, however, one of the two partners were not chayv and tzitzis, such as it was a shutvis of the guy or with a woman, then the luck would be to put on tzitzis or chayv to put on tzitzis, but do not make a bracha when wearing the tzitzis. Another case that would be an exception to the halach of the, of the Shulchan Aruch, would be in a case where one of the partners does not allow his shutif to use his portion in the beged. Then, even if there are already tzitzis on the beged, being that his friend does not let him use it, then wearing the beged would be gazela. And if he would make a bracha, it would be over on the lav of leisisa, which is the lav of making a bracha in vain for being making bracha vatala because you're not allowed to use this beged, and we rather we look at it as a garment that only has two strings on your two corners because the your friend's corners are no shaykhs to you. Lamashal, if two brothers get a Yerusha, and in the Yerusha is a talus, and they're fighting, then one one of the brothers should not be wearing this talus until they resolve their machlekes. And that concludes Simon Yudalad. And let's sum up today's shir. So we said one may use his friend's talus or tefillin without permission, because we say that people want you to use their possessions for a mitzvah. However, we said he must not use it on a constant basis. And additionally, we said he has to put it back, folded the way he found it, with the exception of Shabbos, where we say, do not fold it in the usual way. Don't get yourself involved in attacking manashilas, and maybe don't unfold it at all. He also may not remove it from the place he found it, and he shouldn't use it if it seems that the person is makrid. We said if he can find it easily from his friends, whether he lets him use it or not, then it's better not to rely on this chazaka. The Ramah said we shouldn't use his friend's farm without permission because they can get ruined through the usage. In Sifhei, we discussed a beggar owned by two people, and we said it still would require tzitzis with a bracha, provided that both of the partners are chayv and tzitzis, and provided that both of the partners are allowed to use the beggar. If the partners don't let each other use it, then you should not even put on tzitzis, let alone make a bracha. Have a great day.